The gospel for today is the story of the visitation of Mary. When Mary goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth, uh, and so this is the gospel for today. And when we uh, pray the rosary, it's the second joyful mystery, the visitation that we reflect on and pray with. And today's gospel shows Mary as the new Ark of the Covenant, the new Ark of the Covenant. Today's gospel is a fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecies. I think it's really beautiful if we go back to our Bibles and open up the second letter of Samuel, uh, the second book of Samuel, chapter 6. Tonight's gospel is almost word for word, just as 2 Samuel chapter 6 is, except the names are changed. In today's gospel, uh, Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah. In 2 Samuel, King David arose and went to a village of Judah to receive, to retrieve the ark. In today's gospel, Mary enters Zechariah's house. In 2 Samuel, the ark in the Old Testament enters the house of Obed-Edom. In tonight's gospel, John leaped for joy in the womb of Elizabeth. And in the Old Testament, David danced with joy before the ark. Elizabeth, in tonight's gospel, asks the question, And how does this happen to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? In 2 Samuel, David asks, How can the ark come to me? This Old Testament prophecy in 2 Samuel is fulfilled in today's gospel. And I think it's really beautiful that uh, in, in 2 Samuel, Right before David asks the question, how can the ark come to me? Uh, he, wit <coughs> he, wit <coughs> he witnesses Yuza uh, touching the ark, and he's struck down dead. Uh, so in 2 Samuel, the oxen stumbles, and the ark of the covenant begins to tip. And you, uh, this man, Yuza, he reaches out to catch it. And uh, he's struck dead because God is displeased with that. And uh, so David asks this question, how can the ark come to man? David kind of takes on this role of St. Joseph, this reverential fear of the new ark of the covenant. We hear Joseph uh, has such respect for the Blessed Mother that he decides to quietly divorce her because he recognizes his own unworthiness. And so uh, David asks the question, how can the ark come to me? David, King David recognizing his unworthiness. And then if we keep reading beyond tonight's gospel, tonight's gospel ends on verse 45 of Luke chapter 1. But if we read on ahead of or beyond verse 45, we hear that Mary stays with Elizabeth for three months. If we go back to 2 Samuel chapter 6, the Ark of the Covenant remained for three months in the house of Obed-Edom uh, for three months before King David brought it up to Jerusalem. And when King David brings the Ark of the Covenant to Jerusalem, that's a foreshadowing of Mary's assumption into heaven as Mary, the new Ark of the Covenant, is assumed body and soul into the new Jerusalem. The heavenly kingdom. 
And so today, uh, this gospel is just filled with Marian themes. And actually, one of the windows here in the church is uh, dedicated to one of Mary's title, the Ark of the Covenant. We can't see it now because it's darkened, but if we come back tomorrow or when during, during daylight, we'll see the Ark of the Covenant in one of these windows here in the church. And so today here in the fourth Sunday of Advent, it's very merry and it's dedicated to our Blessed Mother. And uh, if we think about the Ark of the Covenant, what is the Ark of the Covenant? Well, in the Old Testament, the Ark of the Covenant was a sacred box that held some items. So it held the two stone tablets, the law that God gave to Moses on Mount Sinai. Uh, in the Ark of the Covenant, there was also a jar of manna, or bread, that God showered down upon the Israelites in the desert. And then also in the Ark of the Covenant was the staff, or the rod of Aaron. And so we find all these items in our Blessed Mother as well in the New Testament. Mary, who carries the fulfillment of the old law, Jesus. Jesus is the new law. He sets a new precedent in the New Testament. And then Mary also carries the bread in her womb. How fitting it is that one week from today is Christmas Eve, and Mary gives birth to Jesus, the newborn king in Bethlehem. The name Bethlehem means house of bread. Mary carries the bread of life within her. Some church fathers refer to Mary as the first tabernacle, carrying the Eucharist and sharing it with the world. And then also the rod and staff of Aaron is found in the Ark of the Covenant. When we look at our Blessed Mother, uh, she too carries that staff, the staff representing a shepherd. Mary gives birth to the Good Shepherd, the Good Shepherd who lays down his life for his flock. Next weekend is Christmas, and we will see and Remember that beautiful mystery is the newborn king is laid in a manger, a manger of wood. But it won't be too long before that same baby is laid down on the beam of a cross as a grown man as he lays down his life for each one of us. And so today, this mystery of the visitation in the gospel really invites us into that mystery of Christmas and also ultimately the passion and death of Jesus in, on the cross. And so time is going by really fast, and it seems like, along with Mary, it's running with haste and urgency to Christmas. But as Mary ran with haste and urgency to share her joy and news with her cousin Elizabeth, we're invited to simply slow down and to really relish and savor this final week of Advent, just like a nice meal when when we have a nice meal, we don't want to rush through it and sit down and gobble it up and then get up and run off. Or rather, we want to sit down and enjoy it, really savor this final week of Advent, this time of preparation. And so in this remaining time of Advent, uh, we're invited to remain focused on the season of Advent to remember uh, the fundamentals of the spiritual life, our daily scripture reading taking time of silence and daily prayer, speaking with the Lord about what's going on in our life, but then also listening to the Lord. Uh, what is the Lord speaking to us as we prepare to enter into this holiest time of the year? 
And we know as we go into this final week of Advent, there's going to be all sorts of distractions. But we just pray for that grace just to block out all the noise, all the all the hustle and bustle that this season brings and to, to just remain there with the Lord, to, to remain there as we share that joy of Elizabeth. And, um, um, and so we just pray for that grace today. This weekend we lit the fourth candle. The fourth candle is called the angel's candle uh, because it represents the message of the angels to the shepherds in the fields. One of peace. The angel's message was glory to God in the highest and peace to people of goodwill. We enter into this final week of Advent. Let us uh, settle down and to enjoy that peace, that quiet, that solitude before the celebrations of Christmas.